0: is mutually codependent with Adam and Jen. I'm Adam. And I'm Jen. And we are exclusively sponsored by Syntex CBD and Texas Cana Health, the company we also work for. So that's fun. Um, We have a podcast.
1: Welcome to episode one.
0: Welcome to episode one. I kind of don't like calling that episode one because of all the negative connotation of episode one with Star Wars.
1: But All because I, of Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. That was bad.
0: People are going to get the wrong impression if we start talking about Star Wars. We actually are not really Star Wars people. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we we are cannabis people. Um, we figured we would take the first episode to kind of introduce ourselves. You know, a lot of people that are going to listen to this are going to already know who we are because obviously those are the people we're going to share it with first. But... Um, Yeah. Um, One of the things uh, that you'll find in our uh, podcast will be the strain of the show.
1: Every show will uh, feature a strain of the show. And this week it is Violet Fog. 21% THCA. It is a hybrid. It gives you an uplifted, peaceful relaxation.
0: And most of the time, I think that people exaggerate those things. But right now, I get it.
1: Yeah, I get it too.
0: Yeah, we just we just did that. If, <laughs> if it's not obvious, that's why we want to talk about it up front because, uh, well, we're not sober, and that is different than the experience that all of our customers have had in our stores because we're always a hundred percent sober on the job. Absolutely. And, uh, but but now we have an exception, I guess. An exception to the rule. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, we are, for those who don't know, we are uh, a married couple that are also um, you know, part owners of, of a cannabis uh, little chain. We have three stores. Um, me, Adam, I am uh, the director of operations and Jen is uh, director of marketing. Yes. Uh, and then mom, who is my mom. Judy. Judy is the owner. And she started this company actually uh, without us. Uh, We were not involved for the first year, actually. Um, So we kind of, we're going to talk about that a little bit. um, And, uh, but I think we wanted to start with like how we met.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good idea because our story is.
0: It's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. It's.
0: Well, you have the better memory.
1: Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll start. Um, so, Adam and I, <laughs> I met. Guess I'll tell a story. <laughs> we actually met on the bus in seventh grade. At the very end of seventh grade, we both had moved to uh, a little town outside of Austin um, called Pflugerville, Texas. And we both had just started seventh grade at that school, like right during that, like the beginning of the second semester, I think. I know that's when I started. That's when you started, right?
0: No, I was there the whole year. Oh,
1: that's right. You were there the whole year. So, <clears throat> I always sat by myself. I was uh, pretty quiet then. I uh, I didn't really know anybody still. So I would sit in my seat, put my backpack next to me, so no one could sit next to me, um, read my book. And one day I hear, um, "Can I sit here?" or "May I sit here?" I don't remember what you asked, but I looked up from my book <laughs> and I just see the cutest blonde blue-eyed boy like ever. And I was like, I just remember smiling and being like, okay. (laughs) And so I move my backpack and he sits down. And we pretty much became pretty quick friends.
0: I I had to to kind of be reminded of this story, to be honest, um, because – I didn't really remember that uh, until later. That wasn't a very positive part of my life uh period uh so but it's been fun as we reconnected over time uh and I love hearing you tell the story actually <laughs> I do I like hearing it because <laughs> i can I can see it I can envision it um, yeah. and so we became closer and closer um and and so much to the point that all of our friends thought we were more than just friends.
1: Yeah, by the time freshman year came around,
0: everybody was just convinced and and I uh, I think we both spent so much time telling everybody that that wasn't the case that we kind of never we never really talked about it being a possibility.
1: Yeah, not really. We never we never talked about it not
0: enough. <laughs> no, obviously. Yeah. Not enough cuz we never we never dated. No. Nope. Um there was there was a one time that that I I kissed you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and uh and that was I really liked it. Um <laughs> we kissed a lot and for for several minutes and uh and I was like finally finally this is going to be more uh you know than just than just friends and uh then then your brother came home. Yeah. He, he pulled up and and it's not like we were really doing anything we shouldn't have been doing I was we were always at each other's house uh you know we, we kissed and it was um it was pretty new for me um and and you obviously uh, yeah. and so I was really excited and very distracted and so I was like oh we shouldn't be doing this but oh, her, her brother's here he's gonna beat me up or something <laughs> I was <laughs> uh, and, and Aaron wasn't even that type. Well, never towards me, but apparently he was towards his friends. Um,
1: yeah, to, but... to to
0: protect you from them, but and and so we get to the top of the stairs and we're about to go down, uh, and and she like stops, uh, like halfway down the stairs, and she turns around. And she's like, "Wait, that that was a friend thing, right?"
1: <laughs> I I. Every, what does that know? <laughs> every time you tell that story, I'm, I sound so terrible, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I uh, I I was like no I've never done that with any of my friends. <laughs> not a single time not just for an experiment not none, none, none of my friends would ever tell you that we just randomly made out. Um and but I didn't want to like you know I I thought okay I overstepped she gave me a, a pity makeout session, and then she's going to just, all right, this isn't going to continue. And that's what I heard. And so that's kind of what happened. And we ended up, uh, yeah. you know, I I got a girlfriend, and then we, we you know, kind of started living a little more, uh, a little less arm-in-arm uh, because arm, we were really pretty inseparable.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, even after that, I would say that you and I still, it was probably that— it was like sophomore year that we really started to kind of drift apart yeah. more so than that's Because I remember all the way through like the summer going into sophomore year, we were still together like all the time. Because that was the summer we put all the slip and slides together in the front yard. Yeah, that's <laughs> and true. We were slip and sliding. So that's true. And I remember spending a lot of time with you that summer. But I think it was, yeah, then after that we kind of started to drift apart. And then. We know, high school happened and you stayed here and I moved away to Virginia for 15 years.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. And then uh, we, we kind of stayed a little connected on, on Facebook, just yeah. kind of a hi, how are you kind of thing. Um, and then you decided to move back to Texas.
1: Yeah, I decided to move back.
0: And so that was cool for me. <laughs> um, I didn't know that it was going to be as cool as it ended up being, but, um, you know, I, uh, we're, we sorry, our, our reconnection as, as more than just friends was an interesting story. Um, we won't get into too many details, but basically, um, you were out at a concert
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you did like a live video and I was like the only person to look at it or something.
1: Well, the only you, person to comment. You were
0: the only person to comment. Ooh, it's those comments, guys. That's, that's what will get you there. <laughs>
1: Sneaky comments. Yeah.
0: And uh, and then that's when, uh, like, what the next day you decided to to fill me in on your on your plan to move back to Texas. Yeah. And you the way I remember. To basically said, Hey, I'm moving back to Texas. And uh, I'm going to be there for a little bit before I do that. And I think we should meet up and know it's not platonic. Yeah. I mean. That was basically what you said.
1: And I didn't even like ask if you were single. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> well, but on Facebook it was pre- <laughs> it was pretty obvious.
1: <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, but looking back, I didn't like make sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, you know, um, it was really good timing uh, for me uh, and, and you. Um, and yeah, so that's, uh, that's how we reconnected. You came to to help your mom for a month and uh, she had some surgery and, and, uh, I took advantage of that time that you were here and, uh, we've been together since. Yeah. Um, we, it it did take us a couple more years and, uh, to get married, but we are now married.
1: Yeah. We've been married two years, Um, two and a half years.
0: That's been good. Mostly. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's mostly been pretty great.
0: That's that's uh I think everybody should be able to say that. Yeah. Um So, um that was that was our reconnection story. So, when we were uh you know, together but not married yet, um we weren't living together and and uh I was working at Lowe's as a live nursery specialist with all the plants, all the plants. And my most of my job was loading mulch into the back of fucking trucks. But um, so, uh, and then you were?
1: I was selling uh, expensive bridal gowns at a swanky bridal boutique in Austin.
0: Yeah, which was amazing?
1: No, it was honestly the worst job I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> It was
0: she didn't come home happy very often.
1: Yeah, I we had what was called the bad baby room, which is where they would put put like all the broken dresses, things that needed to be fixed. I I went in there and cried more times than I care to share. It was it was awful.
0: So meanwhile, my mom had started this CBD store in Temple, Texas, which is a a smaller, older community, uh, a big VA hospital and a big Scott and White University, a lot of medical um, and a lot lot of older folks. Um, And that was really exactly the demographic of people my mom was looking for when she was uh, starting to to sell the CBD stuff that, um, I guess we can talk a little bit about the 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 way that it started uh, before us, yeah. Or should yeah. we wait and le- let her tell that? Maybe story? Maybe we should let
1: Mel tell that story.
0: Well, yeah, short short version: she found an opportunity that she saw people were getting a lot of benefits, and and uh, and so she jumped on it and and did uh, really good really good sales that first year. And then came to us like, Hey, do you want to, you know, I'm thinking about opening a second store. You know, maybe we should open one in Round Rock. And we were so <laughs> thankful of that.
1: I put my notice in network <laughs> the very next day <laughs> yeah. to which they just told me, you don't have to come back.
0: <laughs> oh my God. And, and, and Jen got that job offer before I did. Um, it was kind of a, yeah, eventually we'll, we'll bring you in and, uh, but I disliked where I was so much and, and. Oh my god! The managers, the leadership at that store was terrible. But um, Mario, fucking Mario,
1: <laughs> he had Pepe in his basement. <laughs>
0: oh, oh gosh!
1: That's not. <laughs> no, we're not going.
0: We're not going to go into that. Um, I think he thinks I like him.
1: <laughs> but, you know, because
0: I was a good employee.
1: You were a great employee. I was,
0: and uh, so, but I, I it just I knew it wasn't my future. I, uh, I, well, I mean, I was losing my apartment because I couldn't afford it, Yeah. You know, I was making substantially less, but doing what I was told, Hey, you, you should get a regular job. Cause I was doing like Uber and Lyft before and yeah. struggling, but making it. And then I, with Lowe's, I just wasn't, wasn't even making it. So, um, we had that opportunity and, and mom took a risk and said, all right, well, uh, this is what I can pay you. So if you want to quit your job for that, then go ahead. And, and I did. Um, so and it's been worth it. Uh, yeah. So after uh uh so that was in, in two thousand nineteen?
1: Yeah, two thousand September thirteenth, two thousand nineteen is the day that Round Rock opened.
0: And so that was uh, store number two, and then we opened another store uh a little more than a year later. Right? Um twenty twenty
1: one. Yeah, two years later.
0: So yeah, we had just opened the Round Rock store and it was uh, little did we know. A couple months later, shutdown, and and you know COVID and all of that, and
1: yeah, about six months later.
0: Yeah, we uh, we we our one employee that we had at the store, Rob, uh, who was also the person who took the pictures for a lot of our uh, uh, social media pictures that we have of us smoking in a high school. That was that was Rob. Rob did those pictures. Thank you, bud.
1: Mutually codependent is sponsored exclusively by Syntex CBD and Texas Canada Health, Central Texas's trusted source of superior cannabis products since 2018. Visit syntexCBD.net for all your cannabis needs and use code POD15 that's pod one five for 15% off your purchases.
0: He was like, I don't, I don't think I want to be out in public during this. I'm going to go home. And we're like, yeah, man. We get so, it. So yeah. So the, for the for the next year, basically, it was just you, me, and mom in the Round Rock store. Um, it
1: was like six months. Was that it? Yeah, it was about six months.
0: And then we hired who? I don't know. It yeah, matter.
1: and then we started. We then we were able to get some. Then we got employees. And, was
0: Maya our first?
1: Uh, no, Farron.
0: Oh. Oh. And that worked out for a while.
1: Yeah, that was, but, but, yeah. Uh, and then Maya was our second. And Maya works, is she's with us still. Yeah, again. And she took a little bit of a leave, and then she's back. And she works in the Round Rock store.
0: So um, then we opened up, you know, the Bastrop store. So now we have three stores, and we decided that's enough stores. Um, no more, please. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe in the future if, if we get everything else going. But um, we really feel like we've set up uh, – a really good foundation for us to just invite as many people into our doors as we can. Yeah, and, help as uh, many
1: people as we can in those three locations.
0: And, yeah, so things things are going pretty good. And we decided that um, a, a way, you know, because it was just Jen and I, you know, she would open, I would close six days a week basically it seemed like. Yeah,
1: um, for the most part.
0: Sometimes we would just, one of us would take the whole day and, you know, give the other one a day off.
1: Those were long They days. They were
0: long days. Uh, especially when you've got the GI system I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of lock in the door with a sign hanging. Um, I'll
1: be back in 15 <laughs> minutes, sir.
0: I didn't give a number. <laughs> I couldn't commit.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: back in five, I deleted it. No, it's not going to be five. You're the one
1: who did that.
0: <laughs> it's, um, so... Yeah, uh, it was just us, and and we had a lot of contact, direct contact with customers, and that was really one of the favorite parts uh, for me, and, and I think for you too.
1: Yeah, I like talking to people.
0: And so now that we've gotten to the point where we have hired people to do that part of the job, you know, the actual customer interaction and and and, you know, the the transaction itself and and that. We're kind of in offices or or working from home a lot of times, and, uh, you know, we're so I'm kind of excited about the podcast being kind of the next step in the company, because uh, it's a big part of it.
1: Yeah, um, I mean...
0: And it'll be a way that we can kind of uh, fulfill some things that we've wanted to do. You've wanted to do a podcast.
1: I have wanted to do a podcast for a long time. I don't... I'm not really sure why. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I'm not really sure why. I just... I don't know. I guess. It seems like fun. It does seem like fun. And like, I guess there are some things I want to say, but not too much. I don't know. I don't. That's, that doesn't make any sense, man. This violet fog.
0: It's good. So I like it.
1: Let me tell you a little joke. (laughs) We smoked (laughs) last fall. We went to Boston to see my oldest son who lives in Albany. So we flew into Boston, stayed for a few days, did Salem. But we smoked a pre-roll called Violet Fog from a dispensary there um, in Boston. And we took a few hits and each, and we kind of looked at each other and realized, oh, this is it. And uh, we walked back in the hotel Just gone, like, couldn't even (laughs) remember where to go.
0: They knew what we were doing, and anybody who saw us, yeah.
1: And I was like, Violet, violet fog, violet is a pretty color, it is a color of happiness. This is violent,
0: (laughs) yeah. I, uh, I do remember that uh, vaguely. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all
1: of a sudden, it hit me so hard. (laughs) I,
0: I, a lot of people may not know that between the two of us, I'm really much more of a lightweight. Especially with THC.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But I also wasn't using THC to manage a ridiculous amount of pain for a year either. Yeah. So I'm sure that's a big part of it.
1: Probably. It It definitely had something to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I do so- feel like my tolerance has gone down. A little bit.
0: Oh, because you're not in. All yeah, because I'm not in pain yeah.
1: anymore. So, like, I'm not having all those issues. Yeah, the eight
0: gummy days are,
1: are over. Yeah, my eight gummy days are over. It's just too much sugar on my stomach. Yeah, but so what? So, with us doing what we do for our jobs, what is your favorite part of the job now that you're not as much customer facing anymore?
0: Times. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. My uh, m- My responsibilities have always been so broad.
1: Um yeah if you, you wear many hats
0: lots of hats mm-hmm. and, I, and except in real life I don't really wear any hats
1: No Sometimes I, you wear your
0: old man hat. I got an old man hat. I'm trying. I don't know. I haven't decided. I like
1: it.
0: But one of one of my friends put that in my head in middle school, and I recently told her the story, <laughs> and she didn't remember it. Uh, Lisa, <laughs> I saw her, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're the reason I don't wear hats. And she was like, what? <laughs> because we, we uh, took a class trip in middle school to Schlitterbahn, and, uh, and I wore a hat. I just bought a hat. Right. And I wasn't sure about this hat. And uh, it was I think it was my Adidas hat that is actually in one of our pictures that we still have of us together. I'm wearing this hat. And so I wore it to Schlitterbahn, which is a giant water park. And um, and I'm I'm like wearing this hat and I got a new bathing suit. And I'm like, all right, things are good. Uh, I'm a cool kid or whatever uh, kids think. And... (laughs) (laughs) And I come around this corner and she's standing right next to, I think, uh, Julie. And and I think you and I were walking together. I
1: think we were. We, <laughs> were we going to Master Blaster?
0: I don't remember. But it was – no, this particular incident happened where uh, maybe we had a cooler somewhere, like the food area. <sighs> well, and okay,
1: yeah. I remember exactly what you're talking about. And
0: and she's like – she said something and she brought the hat up. She's like, Oh, you're wearing a hat. And, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is my new hat. I don't do this, but I'm trying it out. So I'm very vulnerable right now. So the thing that you should definitely say is it makes you look like a penis with a hat on. That's what she said.
1: That's so, that's so, and I'm random. Like,
0: so if I didn't have the hat, then I just look like a penis. Like, she just looks at me and sees, that's a dick. You know? <laughs> like, uh, I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I told her and she had no idea. She did not remember that story at all. But I remember it. And, and I I put away the hat.
1: It's <laughs> pretty messed up.
0: I didn't wear the hat anymore.
1: Yeah, you did because that picture yeah, of you and I, no, I did. that was ninth grade.
0: Yeah. It was like Maybe during the summer. I didn't wear hats to school, that's for sure.
1: We weren't allowed to wear a hat to school.
0: That's true. We weren't allowed to have beards. Not that I could have, but, like, yeah. it was,
1: like... <clears throat> no funky-colored hair.
0: Uh, yeah, no having side boob hanging out. Um, that's, like, a thing that... Uh, f- sitting there waiting for Landon picking him up, like, I, I, I get why they're, like, trying to say, hey, let's not have different dress codes for different people and things like that, but, like, man... A little modesty at school seems like a good idea. Maybe is this me getting old?
1: No, I I mean I think it just it kind of goes along with like would you wear that to a job interview? Like I know school's different and work's different, but if as a kid like school is your job.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So like in my mind like if you're going to go to school with you know a lot of cleavage and, ha- like, your entire stomach showing and also, like, booty shorts on. Like, is that yeah, what you you can see butt folds. Yeah, is that what you're going to see? Like, is that what you're going to wear to try to get a job? Maybe, depending on what industry you're going into, it is. <laughs> but for, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like a little bit. Yeah. I, and I don't like to saying that. I don't even like trying to tell people what to wear, what they should and shouldn't wear. right. Like I feel, I like feel everybody like, hey, should express their individuality. Yeah, but when you're 13 <laughs> like, and then like all the crazy stuff that like that goes on with all the human trafficking and all the missing children and I mean cuz um, I don't think
0: it matters what they wear with that. But Well,
1: probably not, but it probably doesn't help and I hate as a woman saying that it you know, dressing provocatively can bring the wrong attention to you, but I know for a fact that's true. It's yeah. sad. It's a sad state of our world. But, yeah. So. Anyways. Weird
0: tangent. I didn't expect us to get into anything like this, but um, episode one. Woot, woot. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what else? I, I think we've covered most of our bases of what we wanted to accomplish in a, in a first episode. Um what about you? You asked me about my favorite part of the job, and then that turned into, like, not answering the question. <laughs> so do you, do you have a good answer for
1: that? For me? Yeah. Um, I like being able – with all the marketing stuff I do, I like being able to be creative. That's definitely my favorite part of the job. Um, but as far as the frustration with cannabis, as far as, like, social media regulations and – internet and just all of the you know marketing and advertising that you just cannot do with cannabis that's frustrating it's ridiculous unless you pay enough for it not even then anymore like the rules are so strict at this point like there's even like the major companies that were advertising aren't even doing it anymore they're not able to nope
0: so um that's kind of why we decided to shift some gears of our our time and effort and we're like let's make a podcast that sounds fun. We could we could feel responsible for half an hour of people's time or whatever. Yeah. You know? I think so. So yeah. Um I don't even know if we're gonna release the pilot. And the pilot really talks about why we decided to do a podcast and something like that. Do we want to elaborate on that at all or just assume that we're gonna release the pilot?
1: I figured we were gonna release the pilot. All right. Take two is great. Release the pilot. Release the pilot.
0: That could be an, uh, a, like action movie. Like if they needed a pilot so bad, they're like oh, we gotta get like the pilot now, flies airplanes.
1: That's I'm just thinking of airplane and like them just ejecting that pilot. What was his name? Leslie? I never saw it. Oh, Leslie Nielsen or whatever. Just sure. Eject ejecting him out of a
0: commercial airplane
1: yeah out of the cockpit they don't do that like some kind of window (laughs) obviously but like a window opens and just
0: (laughs) i think they made that up
1: well i don't know if that happened but in my brain that's what i was envisioning
0: i think that was your violent fog speaking (laughs)
1: probably (laughs) i'm ripped
0: so that's fun um i think we've covered everything
1: yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I d- appreciate everybody for listening.
0: Yeah, we like feedback.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, as long as it's
0: constructive, I guess.
1: Yeah. That sucked. Never do it again. We'll get better. <laughs>
0: right? Give us a chance. <laughs> Give man. us a
1: chance, guys. It was
0: like at least ten episodes
1: <laughs> <laughs> to figure out we'll the crew. We'll have this
0: figured out like sometime next year.
1: It will all be super boring. <laughs> we promise.
0: But, uh, yeah, so that's us. That's an intro to Adam and Jen with Mutually Codependent, exclusively sponsored by Syntex CBD and Texas Cana Health. Sometimes I just do the voice. I like to imitate voices, but I'm not necessarily good at them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I.
1: No, I actually You're like, Yeah, that's
0: a really good assessment.
1: When you we know, were s- telling we the bus story earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I actually was thinking about how great he used to imitate our bus driver.
0: Oh. See, but now that sounds racist cuz it's Oh, yeah. You know, um, it it wasn't it, it was an accent. Yeah. Um, but, I felt
1: sorry for him. Oh my gosh.
0: There's there's a whole I want to hug story. him. I wanna-
1: I'm going to find that poor man, knock on his door, and hug and be like, I'm sorry those kids were so terrible to you.
0: They were bad.
1: Those kids were horrible, and that's why I always sat up front by myself.
0: You want me to call the police? (laughs) He said that. Yes. He had to.
1: He should have called the police. He
0: should have called the police.
1: Is that when they threw the backpack of vomit on his head?
0: No, I think that was when they threw the tennis ball that hit him in the face, oh. which caused a fight that I have a scar from. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a whole different story yeah, we're not going to get into. into that, but- um, <laughs> on Behind the Scenes with Adam and Jen. No, <laughs> we're not going to do that. <laughs> <That's weird. laughs> we're just going to sit here recording ourselves all day and just divide <laughs> it into like 12 different podcasts just so we can hear ourselves talk. <laughs>
1: Next on (laughs) murder mayhem.
0: (laughs) What is that even? We're not going to go there.
1: Oh, Oh. we could cut it. We can stop if you want. No, we're
0: good. Um, so thanks for listening. We appreciate it. I hope that it's, uh, it was worth listening to and you can tell all your friends and we can, uh, I don't know, share, share different things with a lot of people.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, if you, uh, I don't know. My, I am so. It's that violent fog? I am so high. I get thoughts in my brain and they just go away. I can't, well, they're <laughs> like still, a fog? They're still in there, but they won't come out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> because they're too foggy? Or because yeah. they're too purple? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. No. Okay. Okay,
0: bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mutually Codependent with Adam and Jen. Remember to visit SyntexCBD.net for all of your cannabis needs. And don't forget to use the coupon code POD15, that's P-O-D-1-5, for 15% off of your purchases. We will see you guys next week with episode two.